It's the Creates Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. Come on, sit down. Join the girl talk. That is the description of Hawaii guests and visitors. The confidence and the I don't care attitude is so powerful. You know, they're like cellulite. Sure. I don't (laughs) care. Three crazy wahinis talking whatevers. But it's kind of funny because Hawaii is all about joking on everybody. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're Korean, Portuguese, whatever. Everybody gets teased. Yeah. Everybody. It's the Creates Happiness Podcast. I'm a bee like tourist. They know something. Or something. Yeah, they don't care. Available now wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Tune in every Friday and let us know what you think. If you have any questions, show topics, hit us up at createhappinesspodcast at gmail.com. And that's Create Happiness with a Y. Thank you for joining us. Creates Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. If you have any questions or show topics, hit us up at Creates Happiness Podcast at gmail.com. That's Creates Happiness with a Y Podcast at gmail.com. What's going on? It's Creates Happiness Podcast. My name is MJ. I have Nadine and I have a special guest. He is the legend, the best DJ <laughs> on the island. I'm telling you. I have James Coles. There's no one better than you. (laughs) You are the legend. (laughs) I can't believe I have you on my podcast right now. Stop it. Stop it. You're killing me. And you know what? I I remember always, you could always say James Coles in the mix. That's what it is. Always. Mm -hmm. On a good day. On a good day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, James. How are you doing? I know it's so early for you, huh? No, no, no. Look, I'm 55 goddamn years old. I get up every day at 5, 55. <laughs> but the, the, the problem is, is my, my family doesn't. So I was like, I'm going to go inside the car so I can talk loud. They go, goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bring back some food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, my God. Okay, so James... I want to know about your journey when you started. Why did you choose being a DJ? How you got into radio? All that stuff. All that good James stuff. Start from the beginning. For a yes. minute. You've been in it for Are a minute. For a me? minute. Yep. Hell yeah. Yep. <laughs> do, you, do you realize how old I am? I mean, I have a lot of shit to say. <laughs> oh, you are not time. that old. You are not um, that old. <laughs> um, I didn't even know where to. Well, listen. I'm not that smart, so. Stop. Oh, whatever. It's not, like, it's not. It's not like I planned this. I mean, <laughs> you know, if I if I can if I can really say anything about how you know when I people ask me how it all started, I mean, when I moved to Hawaii in seventy nine eighty from San Francisco, um, you know, I'm thirteen years old. So when you're thirteen years old, what's the most important thing in life for most people? Music. 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 That's yes. all it was. It was all about music. So when I got here, I always remember, you know, I'm half Mexican, I'm half Filipino, right? But I grew up with all the brothers. I mean, that's kind of a Bay Area thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so at 13 years tell. old, at 13, at 13 years old, I'm going through my freaking cholo stage. So I, I, <laughs> I, I arrived at Washington Intermediate with my Dickies on and yeah. my Surjack 
My hair was slicked back when I had hair. And, and I walked. <laughs> And I walk in with a freaking box. I mean, a radio, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Boom box, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and everyone's kind of gravitating to me like, what the hell are you? Who is I this mean, guy? Yeah. What the heck is this? And I'm like, they're did, like, what, what is this? Go on. Did they think you were a Popolo? Yeah. Oh, no. When I talked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, 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 Yeah. When I talked. I mean, yeah. you know, for the most part, what got me over is most people thought I was local until I spoke. And they were just like, uh, what's excuse going on me? Here? Yeah, this is Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you what. So, you know, to go back to the inkling of the inkling, the inkling is um, people would walk up and be like, what the hell is this music that you're listening to? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Go, yeah. How do you not? How do you not know Parliament Funkadelic? How do you not know the Gap Band? How right. do you know, not know Lakeside? What is wrong with you? Yeah. But, you know, Hawaii was kind of devoid of a lot of great music back then yeah, uh, for yeah. obvious reasons. Slow. They're slow. So, mm -hmm. And we still are. And that's okay. Yeah. Even with the freaking internet, we're still kind of slow. But, <laughs> it, but it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We like it that way. That's why we're yeah. still here. Yeah. But, um. um so what ended up happening, and I was like, okay, well, the guys think I'm cool. Obviously, the girls are gravitating to me, and I like that. But <laughs> I was like, I was like, uh, you know what? I'm gonna copy these tapes that I have that I just recorded off the radio in. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would sell them for ten dollars a piece. Wow! So I, would just be, I was like slanging. Oh, you were hustling before hustling was a hustle. I was slanging mixtapes when they when they weren't even called they weren't even mixtapes yet. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm I'm make, you know I'm make I'm making a hundred dollars a week. I'm thirteen years old. I Dang. think I'm balling out of control, you know. Right. Um. So that that was kind of the start, and what the start was, you know, everyone's that why you become a DJ. Well, you know, the biggest thing is just I just wanted to share the music, mm -hmm. and it's and it's and it's still the same thing. Uh, Forty years later, doing this shit, I, I just want to share the music. That's yeah. it. I yeah. wish I liked more new music. It's just not, you know, I'm not. No, a, because not the kind of music that yeah. we like when we were growing up, that was music. was music. When they actually played instruments and sang without any kind of, you know, voice thingy majiggies. But now all that stuff is shit now. And Everything you see how now, they're yeah. remixing. To each his own. Well, the, you know, like like the, the, now, like my kids will listen to stuff and they'll be like, oh, this is so good. I'm like, but that's that's somebody else's music. You know, like they're using somebody else's track that they're building on. Yeah. Oh yeah, the old stuff, the yeah. old school stuff, right. I go, I tell my kids all the time, I just, I'm listening to what they're listening to and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you're 14, you 15 years old. This is going to be the music of your heart. I am so sorry. Here's some Stevie Wonder. You know, here's some Stevie Wonder. Here's yes. some big band music. You know, listen to this shit. But, yes. you know, obviously my kids are uh, well-rounded in music yes. because of, um, there was always music in the house and yeah. I'm extremely eclectic. I love all kinds, all, all kinds. kinds. Nice. Little, nice. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's like me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. My kid was listening to something the other day and I said, what do you know about Sherelle? And he said, who? I said, Sherelle. He goes, who's Sherelle? I said, the, 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 the music background music. music yeah. that you're listening like, to. The, track you the beat that you're listening <laughs> yeah. to, you know, somebody laid something over. He's like, really? So exactly. I let him listen to the OG song. He goes, wow. <laughs> Happens all the time, right? Yep. Happens all the time. Yep. But you know what? Our parents say that their music was music and our music is not music. So it, it goes. Every, every generation has to have their own schnoodles. I yep. mean, right? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Mean, every every, every sure. generation has to have it. You know, so to go to, to, to elaborate on the beginning. So 
I started going, there started being this little teen dance uh, at, at a club called Silly's. Yes. And, and I would go to this teen dance all the time and I would be first in line. And the only reason why I was first, because I, I lived two blocks away uh, at the villa or, or Wailana. Yeah. So I would, I'm already buying records and I got turntables now, but, and, but I'm not, I don't know what I'm doing, uh-huh. you know, um, but I would go, I'd have like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten records with me and I'd sit there all up in the sun, you know, it's five o'clock. I'm trying to be first. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, why are you here so goddamn early? I'm like, well, uh, one, uh, I want to be able to get a space because this place gets crowded. But two, no one's really here early. So I I was in hopes of the DJ at the time would uh-huh. play my records so I can hear that shit loud. Nice. That <laughs> I just, I just yeah. wanted to hear that shit loud. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. So wait, wait, who was your mentor? Oh, there's lots. You know, it's so funny. Everyone, oh, James, you're the old school guy. Well, no, there's a whole lot of motherfuckers right before me. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. That's true. A whole, I mean, there was, yeah. you got to think about Waikiki and everything. I mean, there was the whole 70s generation yeah, of right. DJs. And they, those are my, those are my true mentors. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely number one mentor it was has to be i gotta give it up for my man kevin okada now kevin okada he was oh, the wow. um he was the uh the um, um he was the uh record pool director now when i learned about a freaking record pool i was tripping like you can you can pay 50 dollars and get all these records every friday and i'm like what how, how do oh, i wow. get hooked up right? yeah yeah <laughs> And we became really, really good friends. So he let me in really early. I mean, I might have been only 14, 15 years wow. old when he let me in. And, and people were mad, trust and believe. They were mad because there was only like 25 slots available. Yeah. But because I was, how do I say, because I was I was kind of going in the ranks rather quickly. I was yeah. already working at pretty pretty nice clubs and, you know, um, and all of that. So I got in and um, let me back up. I remember I walked in, the guy, you got my stories all mixed up. So <laughs> when I was back in San Francisco, I used to, I love going to the gay district. I mean, cause I just, I had a lot of friends there from my family and I would walk around the gay district in the Castro. And one day I walked into this record store. I can't make this shit up. The place was called Aloha Records. And oh, I, walked no way. I walked upstairs and I'm like, oh my God, all these records. Oh my God, these 12, what, 12 inches. How come there's only one song on it? Anyways. Fast forward about a year, I moved to Hawaii, and I'm kind of walking around the gay district uh, because, you know, that's what I do. They used to have 80% straight and yeah, Godfather's yeah. Pizza yeah, and, uh-huh. and all that shit. And I walked in the back in the nooks and crannies, and that's where I found the beat records and tapes. And that, yeah. was, that was also the uh, record pool, and that's where I met um, Kevin Okada. Now, after a couple uh... of months of me going in there and looking around, and I see him over there with two turntables and a mixer, I'm like, What's all that shit about? What, what? Why do you have two turntables? tables? He goes, well, I'm, I'm mixing, I'm mixing them, da, 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 da. So I go, I go to my dad. I'm like, look, I need two turntables <laughs> and a mixer. I said, I already got a box. He goes, how much you need? I said, I need $1,200. He's like, okay, you go get a job <laughs> and you get $600. I'll match you. Uh-huh. <gasps> I was like, bet. Yeah. I went and got a, this is, the, this is the first and only time I ever worked in my life. I went and got a job at Burger King University. It's still there. Yeah, yeah. I got that net in my hair. I'm flipping them fucking burgers. Yeah. And I, I do it for I think I think I I think it was like four or five months. I saved up six hundred dollars. I quit. I went <laughs> to my dad. I said, "There's my six hundred dollars. 
He gave me the other six. I bought my two twelves, and it was over. Nice. Oh, wow. I love that. So that's how you got in. That that's how I wow. got in. So now, when I go to, when I go to um, oh, it's a good thing I came in the car because I can't talk soft. So what, it's a good <laughs> thing. It's a good thing I when I went to the beat. Now I'm like, okay, well, look, I got those two twelve hundreds, but they don't sound like you. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm changing the songs and it's all fucked up. You know, it's yeah, just, just yeah. He goes, Well, you have he, he's so cute. He's like, Well, James, you have to learn how to count. I'm like, I, I <laughs> gotta count. No, 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 James. You gotta learn how to count in phrases and everything's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Everything's a eight phrase, everything's 32, everything's 16. It doesn't yeah. matter what kind of music is, everything and I'm like, yeah. What? And he yeah. would play this music. Listen, five, six, seven, eight. See the change? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. See the change? I'm like, oh and I was bugged out. I remember I was listening to all kinds of music, counting. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It, changes. it changes. And you see it, it in a different way, right? Yeah, totally different way. Then it, 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 it then it was on. Now I needed to learn how to mix on beat, and uh, that's a whole, wow, <laughs> that's a whole other journey. But so, my mentors, a one number one, definitely Kevin Okada, uh, Ahi Johnson, most definitely Lisa D, most definitely D. Um, all the DJs were at Sillies. I mean, yeah. That's awesome. Mike Taylor, I, I tell you, the guy that I really, really um, admired the most, like I thought this motherfucker is smooth. If I can yeah. just get to this guy's level, yeah, who is that? I'm going to be the man. And um, I wasn't old enough to go into his club. So me and my partner, uh, Montez Brown, we, we learned how to DJ together. And we're trying to figure it out. We don't know what we're doing, but we're almost there. Blah, 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 blah. Then we hear about, we hear about, um, Oh my God. Oh, we hear about Dane Reeves. Dane Reeves is like the shit in Waikiki, mm. but we can't get into spats. I'm 14 oh, years old. Spats, I, yes. I can't get into spats. So uh -huh. what do we do? Spats. If you notice on Kalakawa, the back door, was they, used to put, yeah. they had a speaker. Oh, so the speaker really? It oh. would be right there. So we would stand on Kalakawa right next to the stairs in the speaker and listen to his mixes. Nice. And be like, and be like, listen, I, I, listen, I hear, I hear situation. It's coming in. Dun, 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 dun. I can hear it. Oh my god, it changed. That was so smooth. I mean, and that was, that was the caliber that we wanted to get to. Wow. Uh, I am was, always, was, was always dangerous. intrigued because let me tell you something. True DJs, you guys have a kick-ass ear to yes. put mixes yes. together so that it's so seamless bitches don't even know what the fuck happened you know what i mean thank you well that's, that's yeah, and i know, that's, i can i can actually tell when a dj is good because of that yeah because there's some you're like what the fuck is he doing like <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. i can't believe yeah, the people novice. actually think mm -hmm. like people don't even notice though a lot of people don't notice it's people who actually listen to music who notice no well that was the thing too you know a lot of djs that aren't really I ain't gonna name no names, but you know, a lot of cats, <laughs> a lot of cats will be like, well, you know, they can't really tell. I said, yeah, well, you're, you're, they're drunk. you're, you're, you're a nitwit. No, it's not that they don't yeah. tell. They're not supposed to. Yeah. yeah. So if yeah. you do your job well, yeah. and you're making them songs make love with each yes. other, yes, yeah, it just changes, and you, yes. and you, and you, 
and you climax and you don't even know why you climax. Yes, yes. That's a bad motherfucker right there. That's right. That's that is right. If, if you're on the dance floor and you kind of stop and be like, what the yeah. fuck is that? <laughs> you, I know. I mean, it's like, uh, that's not it. Right. I mean, yes. you ain't doing it right, you know? Yes, yes. No, for real. That's I'm telling so you. That's so true. When, when, when songs go from one to the other and you didn't even know what the hell hit you, that's when you're like, God damn. <laughs> you know? That person's real good. Yes. And so wait, James. Really go on. You went, you got, you went from like being a DJ and then being a DJ in radio stations and then you got on the air, like talk about your experiences. Yeah. How that happened. All by accident. Okay. So (laughs) my first, my first inkling of being on the radio. And let me tell you, as we all know, you first hear your shit. I don't care what you're doing. You're mixing, you're talking, you're doing whatever. You hear your shit on the radio for the first time. You're bugging. Oh, you are, yeah. You are, yeah. I still yeah. bug out. Yeah. And, and okay, so one day, somebody had seen, his name is John Ervolino. He had seen me inside Silly's and I was doing whatever I was doing with um, whatever I was doing. I think it was um, What Have You Done For Me Lately by Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. Nice. Now, back then, there was a dub version, an instrumental version, a regular version, an acapella. So the DJs, we used to, you know, Put them all remix out. it on the fly, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. So he was like, holy shit. Did you put that on tape? I'm like, uh, I don't know. He goes, you need to put that on tape and I'm going to get that shit on the radio. I'm like, uh, yeah, whatever, man, dude, whatever. So, but I did it. And it mm-hmm. took me a long time to get it perfect because it was live. I, I didn't know nothing about no four tracks or editing yet. Um, so it took me, really, it probably took me like 50 times to get this little three minute routine, routine perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I got it on cassette. I gave it to old boy and he got it. He gave it to the program director after a lot of begging, you know, persistence is the uh, key, right? right? Anyways, his name is Kimo Akani. Rest in peace. I remember. Yes, Akani, yes. He, got, he played my first shit ever. Oh, my and gosh. And he said, it's going to play at this time and this time and this time. So we in the car or whatever. Waiting. And I'm listening, yeah, you waiting. And I lose my shit. Of course. Did they just say my name? I mean, you know, all, all of that. All of that. And then, yeah. And then they go, look, your shit did so good. Uh, we're not even playing the regular version no more. We're going to play your shit. Uh, can you do another song? Can you do Rock Me Amadeus? I'm like, shit. Oh, I got my God. Yes, yes. Anyway, so that was the beginning of my taste of radio. Mm-hmm. Now, really, um, I'm not sure how it really started, but I started getting my mixes on, um, on I-94. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out who's the cat who actually got me there first. I want to say it's Jamie Hyatt. I want to say it was Jamie first, uh-huh. then it was Alan Oda. But anyways, they're gonna kill me. I'm sorry, I'm old, man. I can't remember <laughs> all the details. Um, so I'm doing my mixes, you know, all the time. The traffic jam, the traffic jam, yeah. whatever, and Lanai and the Loose Crew, and you know, all of that. And uh-huh. and it was wonderful. It was, you know, it was great. But then, um. Joe Ho. Oh, shit. You know what? As a matter of fact, I think it was Joe Ho. Joe Ho is friends with Alan and gets, he says he needs, no, see, no, I'm getting my stories mixed up. So I got my mixes on the air, but Joe Ho was the one who told Alan, look, you getting ready to do a new radio station called I-94? Well, yeah, you need James. Yeah. And then I remember Joe had called me up one day. He's like, so there's this guy, Alan the Cruiser. He's going to do a new radio station. It's going to be R&B and we want you to be the music director. I said, man, I don't know about being no damn music director. <laughs> yeah, all I do is the clubs. I'm a club DJ, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so we go to meet Alan and 
we kick, we we hit it off immediately. And now I'm his music director. And I swear to God, I was like, so what time I got to be in? He goes at nine o'clock. I was like, oh no, I don't get to bed till five a.m. We talk about nine o'clock. <laughs> it was it was my first daytime job I ever had in my life. And I I remember getting up and going to work. I'm like, damn, it's bright. <laughs> it's bright out here. And there's a lot of people out here. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's too people. It's job. too people. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. So, so now with a music director, I'm, I'm, I'm learning all of that. And that's wonderful. I'm still doing my club thing. And then one day, um, one day now I'm, I'm, I'm developing, you know, I'm, I got, I got drum machines and I got CDs and, you know, I, I'm progressing. Um, and I remember listening to the guy, um, produce the dry voice, you know, the I-94, uh -huh. yeah. you know, all the yeah. Indian dude, you know. And I'm watching the guy do it. I'm like, huh, this guy ain't got no soul. Ah! Put it together. I mean, you know, it's like a DJ attitude. I'm looking at, right, why yeah. didn't he do it there? He should have did it here. And he doesn't do that. And this music he's using is whack. I mean, you know, yeah. this is just me talking to myself. And I, I pull Alan up, up, up to the side one day. I'm like, look, I want to do that. He's like, do what? <laughs> I said, I, I want to I give me that dry voice. I think his name was Mitch Craig. That was the dry voice. Oh, I don't even know who that um, is. You trust me, you know his voice. It's, uh, it's a and, person who says the, the yeah, station. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So he's like, you think you can do better? I said, I know I can do better. <laughs> so I, I got it and I went I went a little nuts and I put it all <laughs> in my sampler. I used to have an ASR 10 and I would put the I on one key, the 90 on another one and, and the beats would be going. It'd be like, I, 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 the 90, 94, 4, Oh, 4, oh 4, yeah, 4. yeah. Oh, thought, dang. I just thought I was the shit. And I, <laughs> I was like, and he played it. He's like, yeah, man, that's you. That's 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 your job. So that's how that started. That's so how you got from, into production. That's how I got into production. And my and my foot oh, in God. radio was basically the, the 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 mixes and then the music director and and then the production. And then I think I became a a PD for a minute, but I was doing way too much drugs and uh, I was not ready for all of that. <laughs> uh, and and um, I mean, I was still young. And then you know, I had I left radio for a little while because. My whole dream when I was like 16 was to open up a nightclub and I needed to do that shit. And, mm. and my dream was to open up a nightclub before I was 30. So, damn it. I opened up my first nightclub on my 30th birthday. It was crazy. Nice. So, oh, wow. And then when that shit was short lived, maybe about two years, and then I went back into radio and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, everyone talks about. You know, James, you know, you've got this voice and shit. I would never use my voice. I, I hated to talk. I I still don't like talking, believe it or not. I, I don't. I don't. I really don't. I don't enjoy. I don't. I don't know why, because you have so much energy and it sounds very positive and it's so exciting. Like your voices. Every time I used to come into your studio, I mean, like I would have a pick me up. It's like caffeine to me. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. Like but not I, only that, though, I loved like, it. I don't know James personally, but just from being on here, like he's so yeah. freaking relatable. You know what I mean? Like I, we could hang because our the way he speaks is like how I speak. You know, so yeah. I think it's like mo the way most people talk. I think you don't want to hang out with me. I, I might be a bit much. No, I don't <laughs> think so. No, <laughs> I, I, I loved it. it. I you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he doesn't want to hear about his future. <laughs> who got me up? Uh, who actually convinced me to um to talk on their radio was was Jamie Hyatt. Oh wow! 
I would do all the commercials and I can I can talk on a commercial, you know, yeah, that's right. easy because uh-huh. I'm hiding. I, nobody can see me, yeah, you yeah. know, or, or whatever. Or it's not live. That's it. It's not live. So one day you were there, Mary Jane. I think, you were, yeah, we were still working at whatever it was called. It was extreme clear, radio. It was, it, was, it was no, 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 not even oh. that. That's after. I think it was oh. um, clear channel by now. And then it morphed into something. Anyways, he's like, <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you have your own show, James? I'm like, uh, what do you mean? He goes, I'm thinking about it. You never had your own show. I mean, you'd be good if you were just be yourself the way you are. I'm like, yeah, uh, no, yeah, that, yeah. I'm like, no, that that ain't my that ain't my cup of tea. <laughs> you know, and I, I told him, no, he's like, no, seriously, you, you should blah 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 blah. I'm like, no, that's okay, I'm good. And then I went <laughs> to bed and, and I'm thinking about it in bed. I'm like, and it's really on my mind. I'm like, well shit, it's your old ass. I don't even know. I was <laughs> I was in my 40s by then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking about it. And I'm thinking about it. <laughs> and finally I go, ah, I got it. I got an idea. James, you got to get out of your comfort zone. You, you, you know. Yeah. You get out of your own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I, I go to him the next day. I said, look, I think, I think, I think I got it. I think I'll give it a shot. But I have one condition. He goes, what's that? He goes, I only want a voice track. He goes, James, that's all you was going to do anyways. I wasn't going to put your ass live. I was like, oh, let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and there that goes. <laughs> that's so funny. That is so funny. Okay, wait. Oh for, for those of you on listening to our podcast and you don't know what a voice tracking is, tell them what a voice tracking is, James. Uh, it's uh, it's basically what TV does. When you watch TV, there's nobody there live, okay? <laughs> 99% of the time, there's nobody there live. It's all pre-taped. That's what voice tracking is. Okay, it's there just, you go. It's just, it's, pre-taped, it's, it's yeah. just pre-recorded. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. like, usually, only a couple of hours before. It could be a couple of seconds, too. Like, oh, it all, really? It all depends on what, yeah. I mean, yeah. sometimes when I'm on yeah. the air now, when I'm on the air now, I probably shouldn't say this, but sometimes when I'm on the air, you know, and I've already voice tracked, but I'm listening to myself while I'm producing commercials yeah. or whatever. And someone will say something or something will happen. I'll just break in. Yeah. I'll, I'll say a voice track da, 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 and then refresh and it'll come in. It'll sound like I'm live, but I had just done it like 90 seconds prior. Oh. And that's all I'm going to talk about that because I don't, I, you know, I like my job. So I'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that's so good fun. to know because that's why when, when I was on with Worry Them, why we would get into trouble because we didn't track. We were just live. Yeah, <laughs> we would say something. I shit. love live. We could not say, well, we should not have said. I love live. Yeah. I'm and totally opposite. That. Yeah. I, I totally understand that. It's like me. Like, I don't want to be live talking. No, I, I don't understand that part. But I do understand live versus I'm playing inside my room. It, I'm DJing inside my room to myself versus I'm DJing in front of 500 people. Yeah. yeah, That's yeah. My yeah. I love that True. shit all day yeah. long. Yeah. You know, yeah. and yeah. it don't matter. It, I can I can DJ in front of 500 people, five people, 5,000 people. <laughs> it's all the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, you're just playing music. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Now, I who, always wanted to learn. Yeah. James, who would you say is, okay, this is going to be probably freaking hard, but who would you say is your favorite musician? Musician? Yeah. Yeah. I know there's so many because you already bought some bangers. You have I mean, to pick I'm one. Gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to break off the first, the first one that came to my mind when you said that was Stevie Wonder. Yes. Okay. I mean, yes. that was the first thing that came to my yes. brain. I mean, there's a lot, of course there is, but first yes. off in my brain, 
Stevie Wonder. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And yeah. I have to talk about this because James also had a nonprofit organization. Really? Where he was actually oh, that was working. So much fun. Oh. He was working with the Boys and Girls Club at Washington Intermediate, right? Oh my gosh, yep. for real? Yeah. Yep. And he actually has a lot of people under him that he taught. <gasps> that is so I did. fantastic. Yeah. It He's was amazing. Um, it was something that just happened on a whim. So to set it up, I'm starting to have kids now. Like after the whole nightclub thing and that yeah. that was yeah. done and and I had a eight ball of cocaine <laughs> every other day habit. Uh, um yeah. After I cleaned up and uh, tried to get my life back together again, I mean, I've started over at least three times, mm. uh, but that particular time I started having kids, thank all the gods. And um, I was still, I still had my, my pinky toe in the clubs and I'd work till four and then I'd be like, nah, look, I'm going to get off at five uh, at two. And then I was like, nah, I'm going to get off at 12. Then I was like, you know what? I'm going to open. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, you know, I got two kids at home, one and two years old. I mean, I got to get home to, to the mom and give her a break. And this is crazy. And finally, I just said, you know what the hell with it? I'm <laughs> done with clubs. I, yeah. I'm just going to do this radio thing. And that's going to be it. So I actually was away from the clubs for a good, for a good three years. I just did my little nine to five, came home, took care of my kids, nine to five, came home, took care of my kids. Uh, excuse me, helped. Mama did most of the work. <laughs> Mama did most of the work. I, I, I was just, I, you know, I was second string. So um, I'm sitting there with my kids one day. I, I remember I had, I, had I, think I, I think I had Jensen. I was holding Jensen and I'm watching TV and all of a sudden this fucking commercials come on with a McDonald's commercial or a Jack in the Box. And it was all about the DJ. And I'm like, uh-oh. Oh. What? And there was another commercial. DJ scratching and wiki wiki and all that stupid shit. And I was just yeah. like, oh, we in trouble now. Oh, and Jen, my, my wife at the time, Jennifer, she was like, what are you talking about? I said, it looks like DJing is going to become real popular now. I mean, I'm probably yeah. lost. If, it, if it's already on a fucking Fruit Loops commercial, yeah. It, yeah. We're, all, we're, we're already in trouble. Yeah. So she said, what are you talking about? I go, no, no, no. So what's going to happen is everybody's going to want to want to be a DJ now. Uh-huh. And you know what? And I'm still kind of going through my shit. And I'm like, I got to warn them. <laughs> I, I got to tell them. And, you know, being a DJ is wonderful, but you can't be a DJ. <clears throat> for all the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. you know, for the if, fame you're in, if, you're, mm-hmm. if you're going into for the fame and the money yep. and the money's that, that's questionable, and the, uh, you know, in, yeah. the, fame, the money and the club environment and uh-huh. all that, you, you're going to get eaten up alive. Oh, I, I forgot the number one ego. Yes. You know, if you go into with all that shit, you, you trust and believe you're going to lose real quick. Yep. Um, so someone, I was talking to somebody and they were like, well, it sounds like you need a nonprofit. I'm like, what the hell is that? And Anyways, I finally got it and I understood it. Now I understand why everyone has these foundations, you know, they're all yeah, trying to hide yeah, their money. You know, yeah. I, I get it now. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I, I approached the, um, no, I didn't even approach. Somebody called me, uh, Kaleo, brother man Kaleo. Um, Kaleo, Kaleo he, was, he, was, he was the main dude at, uh, at, 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 the, at the teen center in um, the Boys and Girls Club. He had heard that I was looking to do something. Yeah. Uh, so he called me and said, yo, we got a room. Won't you won't you want to do it? I'm like, are you kidding me? And I came down. I looked at the room. I was like, this can't be the room he wants to give me. <laughs> He's like, no, this is it. If you want this. I was like, what? Anyway, so I brought down all my shit. I got a lot of shit. So I brought that. I, I set up like like six uh, DJ stations. Yeah. 
Wow. And uh, all of that. And then, you know, we put out the cattle call, you know, anybody want to learn how to DJ, you know, you know, come on down, I'm a teacher ass for free. And I did not know what to expect. I yeah. didn't know if there was going to be one person, 10 people, zero. I don't know. I'm yeah. nervous. Yeah. Oh, and I don't know why I'm nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah. And I always remember, I always remember this cute little girl. She was the first one in line. Um, uh, what was her name? Um, Betty. How can I forget Betty? So Betty, she's the first one. And I always remember her because she was first. And I'm just going to talk about her. There was a lot. There was Jules Washington. There was, there was, um, there was so many. Um, yeah. but I'm going to talk about Betty. And uh, she came in and uh, to wrap that story up, it, it was the most, it was probably the most satisfying thing ever to, oh. to see a, a student learn. And the hardest part of DJing is learning to separate. Because when you're listening to headphones, you got to separate what you're listening to uh, in your headphones to what's going out. And you got to retrain your brain to go, boom, everything's mm -hmm. on beat. Yeah. that's the hardest shit and sometimes yeah. yeah somebody will learn that in four days somebody will learn that in four months it just everybody's different yeah right. and you can also tell when they ain't got it yeah and you gotta just mm -hmm. tell them this ain't your this ain't your bag of tea you know you gotta <laughs> let them go um and i had to say that many times um but anyways one betty i'm no you gotta do it this and hold the pitch never touch the record and, and when they finally get it you see it and you're like oh you just oh. got it didn't you she goes yeah, it's on beat, right? I'm like, oh yeah, you're on beat. Because oh. it's still on beat. I'm like that. That moment was the most gratifying shit ever for me. I'm just like, oh shit. So why? What, what I tried with the with the DJ school was I wanted to teach them the good, the bad, the ugly, and the glory. I wanted to teach them all, but it wasn't just DJing. I feel like I'm going back into the school mode. It was uh, it was um, <laughs> it all started. Yes, it all started with one mixer and two turntables wow, and a microphone. Wow. That's what it all starts with. But then it all goes. You can learn how to be, well, at the time, learn how to um, do production. You can get into radio. You can become a program director. Yeah. Uh, also, you'll learn how to mobile DJ. You have your own mobile business. You can have your own record label. You can have your yep. own promotions, events, company. It all yeah. started from the DJ. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And that's it. And, you know, the best thing, too, you know, back in the day, I never, I was too damn cool to do a, a, a mobile. I remember Joe Ho used to like me to do mobile. But I was like, that's too much fucking work. You know, I'm, I'm trying to work in these clubs, you know, screw that mobile. But as I got older and the equipment got smaller. And oh, yeah. Nobody needed any more records. All, you know, we, when we used to go out, there would be two bands. Yeah, because you guys got a lot of shit. One for the audio and video. I mean, for the audio and another band for the records. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, now when I see, now yeah. everything's all now, in the computer. Yeah, now when yeah. I see DJs, like I see this chick, Um, I don't know if you've heard of her. Her name is Hannah Bronfman. She uh, does a lot of the high profile things in New York City and all over the world. People pay like big money for her. And all she got is her laptop. Yep. And I'm like, That's Damn. it. That's all she got to bring now. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I, I can dig it. Uh, back to the school. The other gratifying thing I need to tell everybody is you needed to be your, your own little entrepreneur, mm. you know, working for somebody that's fine and all, but you need to, you need to, you need to be your own boss. So when I started throwing team, that's when I started throwing team parties for the second time. And, uh, and I showed them everything. Okay. we got to think of the name. Um, this is how much it's going to cost to advertise. And this is the venue and blah, 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 blah. So our overhead, they're like, what is overhead? I said, well, <laughs> here, here, we just spent $1,500. 
That includes mm-hmm. the flyers, the venue, blah, 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 blah. So we need, you know, I'm charging 20 bucks. We need whatever it is. What, 50 people? Yeah. I don't know, 100 people or whatever. Um, and then after that, it's all profit. So when we would do a party, you know, I think we spent $2,000 on a party, on our first party. And we went and we had it at, we had it at Zanzibar. And, oh, gosh. And, and 1,600 kids showed up. <gasps> you do the math. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it was a good day. It was you a know, good so, day. So I, they, they would see, oh, shit, we just made 10, we just made $15,000. I'm like, yeah, man. It's not always like that. But every now and then, you know. But that I had to teach them the business part of it, too. Right. So you had TC and Hector under you, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were they were they were at they were at the the, the bitter end, the yeah. bitter end of all of it because it ended abruptly. Um, I'm not even gonna get into that. It was a big mis- miscommunication. Now, fuck that. I'm gonna get into it. It pissed get me into off. Get into it. Yeah. So, <laughs> what happened? We're at we're at. I went back to Zanzibar, and this we've done these parties a lot. And then I guess a new director had come to the Boys and Girls Club, and I had heard they were in a meeting one day, and they see one of my flyers. They're like, "What the hell is this?" Why is this? Why is this guy James uh, selling alcohol to teenagers? And and why is why is there a naked girl on this flyer? Blah blah blah. Anyways, yeah. it gave everybody a lot of hard time. So they finally called me in and goes, "What the hell is oh. all this?" I'm like, you know, and I'm trying to be cool and trying to be nice, but then you know, mm-hmm. then my street side comes out. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You a dumb motherfucker. That's a fucking picture of Christina Aguilera's album cover for one. Number two. <laughs> Do you really think I'm selling alcohol to a freaking teenager? Oh my God. There's no alcohol there. I... Anyways, it imploded. Oh my God. And that was the end of that. Wow. I, I was mad, dude. Trust and believe, I was pissed. <laughs> but, you know, oh. that's what happens. And uh, you just yeah, move because on. you were happy about doing it, too. You were yeah. so happy about it. Oh, no, I, I remember it. you talking about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to bring it back. Yeah, I'm going to bring it back. What's sad, though, it's you know it's wait a second wait 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 go back so they they dinged you for doing the zanzibar thing and then they took you off air is that what you're saying no they took took them um took him from the boys and girls club oh shit yeah yeah yeah, the the school ended damn that's unfortunate that they can't see past that shit what the fuck Mm. yeah what are you gonna do right it's all good you just keep on stepping but yeah tc and um Hector. hector Yeah, yeah. yeah, TC, you know, TC, oh man, you know, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that say, you know, James, you did this, you did that, you know, you don't take it away from the individual because the individual, if you have that, that go, that drive, that's, that's 75% of the shit. I mean, I can point you in the right direction and kind of show you, but it's really up to the individual. So don't give me all the credit. Trust and believe TC already had it. Mm. Yeah, he already had it. He yeah. was that little motherfucker that would come up to us. Just, <laughs> can I help? You know, yeah. can I help yeah. when we're setting up parties? And you know, um, same with Micah Banks. Banks was like, oh, Micah Banks, always around and dancing and shit. We put him on. I'm not trying to say he was my student on all, but I'm just trying to say he was around and yeah. he would always. He had that drive. And yeah. look at him now; he's running everything. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I just like to point them in the right direction. I, you know, yeah. Hector Hector's a monster too. Yes, Hector's a monster. Hector <laughs> is a monster. He is. Yeah. They're all entrepreneurs. Yeah, all of them. Well, it's that was so the, that was the thing, right? I wanted to show them how to do that as well. Yeah, 
Yeah. Because, you know, especially in Hawaii, you know, everyone always talks, you know, damn, James. And seriously, I'm celebrating 40 years DJing professionally this year. Wow. And they're like, nice. how did you stay in the game for so long? And you're still going like, yeah, like, I'm still doing it. All I can, all I can say is I, I just I tried to learn everything. You know, right. um, you had to learn everything that came with this profession, you know, especially in radio. Oh, my God. You know, when the when the when the when the law changed and everybody got gobbled oh, up, yeah. and everybody yep. got, you know, James, how the hell are you still in radio? I think well, yeah. you, you just you should see my business card. There's like five <laughs> freaking hats. I mean, you know, you got to learn it all. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, know, you exactly. got to be a music director. You got to be a production dude. You got to be on air. Yada, yada. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I um, learned production from you. I learned Aww, production from him. Cute. Yeah, because I didn't I didn't know anything about production and I had to learn it from James. James is the one who taught me. Wow. Yeah. And I love teaching. That's what's weird yeah. is I love teaching. So anyways, that's that's the thing. How do I how do I what's the longevity? Learn it all. And, and in Hawaii, <laughs> in Hawaii, yeah, you have trust, to you yep. need multiple streams of income. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Like radio, that's true. radio, radio, if, if I was just to live on radio. No way. Uh, I wouldn't be living as comfortable as I'm living. No, Trust, you I'm cannot. Comfortable. And that's uh, what, you no, know what's no funny is when I didn't know radio, right? And I wasn't, uh, you know, familiar with people on radio. I always thought you guys made bank, right? And then when I started There's working, only a couple of people who make right, bank. Right, that's true. And, yeah, and, and, is one, yeah. 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 <laughs> and so when, but then, uh, then when I got into it and I started, you know, I knew everybody from, you know, in the industry. I was like, wow, yeah, okay, I was wrong about that. <laughs> yeah, like, the only for one sure. for real is that's making bank is Rory, the only well, one that I know. Well, well actually, Perry, Michael Perry, Perry too. Doing, yeah. Oh yeah, he's doing pretty damn well. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah, doing he better than Rory. Yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> yeah. true. that's true. But what it is too, you also got to think about our market size. I mean, we are like yeah, sixty-five. I mean, yeah. obviously, New York being number one. Yeah, but right. It's the same over there. They're yeah, they are getting paid way more than we are. But trust and believe the the percentage though. Like if, yeah. if this is New York, there's only like 10 guys out of a hundred getting really paid. Yeah. You can't That's pay true. everybody. No, you exactly. Know, right. you, you can't pay everybody 500,000, a million dollars no. a goddamn year. And especially not, not the way that the freaking sales is going on the way pe people are so freaking finicky nowadays and you can't see no goddamn shit oh, on yeah. there. It's like, ah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh yeah. I know what you mean. Ask, ask my brother, man, Vic. Yeah. We I know. Yeah, of course. We won't Vic. even get into that. No. We won't even get oh, no. into that. We don't have to get into that, but listen, I love Vic and I backed me. his ass that up. Vic is why I'm not there because I spoke out about that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I got I got boosted. Vic, so. Vic is my dude. Vic is He's my dude. He is my dude. He's my dude. He's so scapegoat. That pissed me yeah. off. That, but I'm not yeah. gonna get into that. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Oh no, you. I know. I we know. Got into Vic it, is my dude too. That's why I said some shit on here, James, and they did not like it. And then they're like, listen. Good luck on whatever the fuck you're doing next because you're not going to yeah, be on here. They took her right. off yeah. because of that. Because of that. And you know, you know what, the, what was a beautiful thing? What was a beautiful thing? So I didn't call Vic for a while because I knew it was yeah. too much. Yeah. And then when, yeah. I, when I finally got a hold of him, like after about a month of the of the, uh, of the the ordeal, yeah. you know, he said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Won't do what. And then, you know, a year goes by and he calls me one day and he goes, well, I'm in New York and listening to your CD, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you're in what? He goes, I'm in Manhattan. I'm like, now. He goes, yeah. I go, dude, my son lives right around the corner. Oh, he goes, shit. get the fuck out. So I, I, I texted it up the next day. They met up, yeah. Vic and my son are at a bar having a drink, taking a picture, and they send it to me. Oh, oh that's day. awesome. Oh, I'm so, so happy. The next time you got to understand, you got to understand, when, when we all had kids, yeah. when me and Vic and, say, uh, JP went out, 
we had nine kids with us. I yeah. mean, and they all kind yeah. of grew up the same, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. So that was that was such a that was yeah. such a cute He's thing. such a good guy. I will I will go to bat for him every day, all day. I'll never change what the fuck I said. He because is a good I, guy. He's, he's a good guy. And next he's time beyond he good. Him, yeah. Next time you talk to him, tell him to he has a good heart. Call. He does. <laughs> he has a very good most, heart. He's the most positive cat oh, you have ever totally, met in your life totally totally i i will vouch for him all day every day mm. it was worth it what the fuck yeah. i said was worth it i never changed no goddamn thing what the fuck ever <laughs> okay so james what are you doing now because we want to know where you're at uh how we can find you you know like uh what yeah. clubs oh, are you up. at <laughs> yeah yeah look it's uh you know like everybody else you know when this pandemic happened um i know i'm sorry um you know we all you know it, it was it was rough you know it was yeah. rough i got scared you know yeah, yeah. I, I, for, for, for maybe a millisecond i thought oh shit do i need to learn some new shit again mm, um yeah but when they said the radio was um uh, what was that phrase everybody was talking about um it was important but the, what did they say it was um i don't know if your job is essential yeah mm-hmm. or oh, essential is that the phase yeah. Was that the phrase? Anyways, yeah. uh, yeah, we all lost, everybody lost everything. You know, yeah. all, there was no more yeah. gigs, nobody did nothing. Yeah. And, uh, because the radio was considered essential, you know, I, I, uh, I was very happy about that yeah. <laughs> because it, it got rough. So where am I at right now? I, you know, I'm at Salem media. And when I went to Salem media, Salem, um, who's Salem? I, exactly. So, so <laughs> if we back it up, a lot of people back in the day thought Salem was weird and strange and all yeah. of that. So, and, and you know, they don't have the biggest radio stations by far. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know what, what to think, but there was this wonderful woman there that I've known from the clubs. I always call her, uh, you know, we're, we're club rats, you know, that could come from the same area. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's the general manager and she reached out to me and we got together and I've been the production director for Salem now for five years. Wow. Um, nice. So I, I, I'm doing that. I'm also on the air on, on a new station they just started called Decades. You know, it's all this uh, 70s and 80s music. Right oh, that's my, my jam. Um, that's my jam. So that, that's me Monday through Friday, three to seven. And then I'm also at the beach house every Saturday throwing my old school parties. But I'm throwing yes. old school parties all over the place now. We took over to El Ranchero yes. in Coppola. That shit was off the chain. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna do that once a month. Um, the mobile, the mobile thing is is flourishing again. Nice. Uh, the mobile DJ thing is flourishing again, and um, that's my fourth stream of income. The fifth stream of income is um, oh my god, there's one thing I'm so glad I didn't listen to my father with. I'm selling records online. Oh wow, <laughs> nice. that's good. So this is what's crazy. I'm not gonna go into it, but. I mean, long into it, but there's this thing. I, at my height, I had about a hundred thousand records. Uh-huh. I'm Holy down. Crap. I'm Damn. down to about thirty thousand records. Oh, and wow. really, really, like you mean I'm the never... vinyl, vinyls, the vinyls. Yeah, the records. Like, you still got all of those? That is oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, you crazy. Um, <laughs> there's about five thousand records that I'll just. That's that's music of my heart. I'm probably yeah. never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I know I'm never getting rid of those. So someone said, dude, you can sell them online. And yeah. Anyways, yeah. I start selling them. I put I put like five records online just to see if they would sell. Three hundred dollars for one record, two hundred dollars <gasps> for another. Wow. Here. I mean, it's crazy. Um, so now there's I'm selling records. It's a trip. <laughs> I love that. That's crazy. Yeah, me too. That's so good. That is yeah. that's killer income right there because everybody's yeah. into vinyls now, you know? Everybody. They just sold over a billion. 
They made oh over a billion dollars last year. In Shut up. Sales. That's Holy crazy. First time, first time since the 80s. Wow. That that's freaking crazy. crazy. I'm so pissed off at myself that I like gave away all of my vinyls when I was growing up because that's all like, that was all the shit back then, man. Listen, I love you and all, but please don't ever say vinyls ever again in your I mean, life. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> records. It's vinyl it's, well, or it's records, records or wax. Records, right. Okay, okay, but okay, not okay. vinyls. Nah. <laughs> Where can they find you on um, on Instagram, yeah, on Facebook? DJ, DJ, DJ James Coles. That's all. DJ James Coles. It's so cute. People always say, how did you come up with your name? Um, <laughs> that's my name, man. My name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> Ooh, I am going to follow you right now. Well, thank you so much, James, for joining us at Creates Happiness Podcast. You are amazing. You are the legend, and I'm, I'm telling so you, so happy that you got to join us. I'm so freaking energized by him, like no joke. Yes. Like, he's such I'm a telling good you, ball of energy. Cup of coffee for See? real. I told you. I'm telling you. No I'm having joke. another cup of coffee. <laughs> there you go. Oh you guys gosh. are wonderful. I appreciate you guys. Thank, thank you. you for being on with us. Mahalo. Have a good weekend. Aloha. Yeah, have a good weekend. Take care. Bye. 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 Well, good, goodbye. Goodbye. Is that okay? That's fine. Okay, bye. Mahalo for listening to Creates Happiness Podcast with Nadine, MJ, and Marnie. Tune in every Friday and let us know what you think. If you have any questions, show topics, hit us up at createshappinesspodcast at gmail.com. That's Creates Happiness with a Y.